Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Asia Town Voice. Asia Town Voice is an hour-long nonprofit program on WJCU's 88.7 FM radio. We're on here every Sunday from 7 to 8 p.m. This hour-long program provides you with an inside look at the Asian American and Pacific Islander Americans community, culture, education, and events going on in Northeast Ohio. We're volunteer-based, so we hope that you, the listener, will enjoy our program and thus give your support to WJCU. This way, we can continue to provide many voices with many choices to you. I am here with DJ Alexicon. This is DJ Alexicon in the house. And we are here with Johnny Wu, the ghost host. (laughs) Our special guest today is Jason Wong. uh, Are you a dancer now or independent filmmaker? Uh, independent filmmaker and actor. And Jason Wong is the star of the movie Trace. It's a webisode. A webisode. Webisode. I stand corrected. Yes. <laughs> and we will we will get to that later. And uh, my name is Yin Tang, and apparently uh, my host name is... Normal host? No, bossy lady. Oh, bossy lady, Oh, yes. my goodness. <laughs> did, you know that I, did you know that I saved that clip you mentioned... I'm the bossy lady at the end of the other episode. I'm the bossy lady. I saved okay. that uh, I clip. I got you. Uh-oh. Is it your ringtone now every time I call you? Bossy lady. <laughs> Thanks a lot. But, um, but okay, ladies and gentlemen, I guess we'll start with the impressions of the week. Um, I'll start with a relatively funny one before we get into our long-winded one about the Cleveland yes, Asian Festival. Yes. So uh, Johnny Wu keeps snacks around his studio here where we do our recording. It's not my fault. I get hungry here all the time. But he doesn't really eat these snacks because every time I, I stop by, I'm the one that ends up eating these snacks. I think <laughs> it's example, just psychological. He just wants to see it and then he gets full when he sees it. I have this wonderful Snickers bar in front of me that uh, Johnny allowed me to steal. And this <laughs> is the third going? one I've stolen. <laughs> So now you owe me three bars. I'll buy you a whole pack. I'm sorry. (laughs) But they're just so tempting. I usually don't eat junk food. So ladies and gentlemen, my impression of the week is that the ghost host disappears from time to time, leaving his food unguarded. So then the bossy host likes to steal it. So thank you very much for... uh Yes. I mean, it's in the open, so I guess help. it's like help yourself to it. Yeah. When I see no, something not. in the You're open... Not, it's in the open doesn't like, mean to help yourself. You know, I'm helping myself to this tape because it's open here. You know. We used to have people working here, but right now it's a, they're all in vacation. One is in Paris, France, and nice. the other in Hala, ha, uh, Hawaii. Do they steal your food? You know, they eat my food. Ian you know, and I are working right now. At least I ask. <laughs> I ask before I take it. So. That's true. That's <laughs> so a, what, is, what is your impression? Why do you keep food around the uh, studio? Well, I, I get very hungry like about 3 o'clock. It's either take mm. a nap or take something to eat munchies in my stomach. I see. So I'd rather go eat something in my stomach so I can continue until 5. I see. Makes sense. So is that your only impression this week? My other impression is I got my new camera today. So <laughs> oh, <laughs> finally, he's got an impression. <laughs> <laughs> what, what camera is it? It's a, four, it's a camera that can shoot 4K. And it's, a, it's a Panasonic for GH4. And you know there's a stereotype that Asians really like photography, right? I know my father <laughs> has a camera, but I'm a filmmaker. I make movies. I do business as a video video production. So camera is very important to have. And so you're allowed. <laughs> yes, I'm allowed. All right, DJ Lexicon, what is your impression this week? Um, my impression this week is I'm very tired from uh, the Cleveland Asian Festival. <laughs> very, very tired. But it was fun. Uh, it was it was awesome. I don't know. Are we going to talk further about the Cleveland Asian Festival? Oh, absolutely. Do you want us to skip to Jason? Um, no, we, we can get it get it out of our system right now. I was hoping to use that material for the rest of the show. Oh, let's skip to so, Jason then. So, Jason, <laughs> um, what is your impression of Lifetime? 
I mean, for us, it's impression of the week because we're here every week. But you're the first time guest on our show, so if you can pull an experience or something that really uh, spoke to you in your lifetime, what would it be? Um, probably when I called my father up when he was on vacation in Florida and told him I dropped out of the College of Business and wanted to become. Uh, professional oh my ballet dear dancer. Oh boy! Oh yeah. boy! How he did was he, uh, he was not very happy, but knowing my childhood, I was very undisciplined. So to to try to devote myself to one of the most hardest, most hardest, most hardest, the hardest, the hardest. <laughs> I'll edit <laughs> that. Don't worry. All right. To, to devote myself to one of the hardest performing arts craft with classical ballet was just something that he did not see. Mm. Me accomplishing or wanting to accomplish after maybe two years of attempting. Did he explain that to you? Did he voice that opposition and why?、Uh, basically, he said you've had a lack of discipline ever、oh. since you were a kid.、Oh. So there's, I see no reason why you're going to want to try to do something like this.、Um, <laughs> but it wasn't until maybe my third year when he saw me dancing and how much I've put trying to, to trying to make it. That he realized that I did find something that changed my entire、uh, personality. So now I take the discipline I've learned from、um, from performing professionally to my filmmaking, to my creativity, into anything that I want to do. I will put that kind of effort、huh. into it. So I would say that's a you are very for, brave. First, first,、uh, firstborn son to a family wanting to become a dancer is not a, not something every Asian parent would want to hear. So,、yeah. do, you have, do you have other siblings? I have one younger sister. She is in her third year of dental school, and she will be finishing. So,、mm, awesome. very proud of her. Very, very proud. Because、yeah. I, I can't do that. That's that, <laughs> that's too hard for me. It sounds like your parents are probably a little bit more proud of her, if I may say so. Oh no! I mean, she, they're proud of both of us. Oh, good.、Um, good. They're really happy that they actually did let me go because honestly, I don't know what I would, I I I, I would get very bored with your same nine to five job,、mm-hmm. and、uh, so it's, it's the passion and what you want to do, right?、Mm-hmm. You know, once once you've proven that to your parents or most Asian parents, then most a lot of the people that I know, their parents are behind them. Mm-hmm. So, did you like switch major at the university you were attending, or did you just drop out completely and just go on, a, you know,、uh, dance with a company? I switched my major. Okay. And it was only it was after my first semester of my freshman year. I、wow. said I don't want to do this. Wow, <laughs> that's amazing. Where did you go to school? I went to Iowa State University for two years, and then the dance program was not as strong there, so I transferred to University of Iowa for my final two years. Okay. Are you from Iowa? Mm-hmm. Awesome. So, what brought、oh. you to Cleveland, Ohio? Um, I actually went to Cincinnati and attended the Cincinnati Ballet Academy for one year under scholarship. They、um, have an amazing dance program. Yes, they I, do. I went to go watch them.、Uh, you know, take, have class. They are just so disciplined.、Mm-hmm. Even like the second year dancers are so beautiful. It's a tough program. It was very tough. And、um, after that, I actually went down to Louisville、mm-hmm. uh, and danced there for two years under the direction of Bruce Simpson, who just retired. But He was he was also probably one of the most、uh, influential artistic directors that I've ever worked under. Oh really? And then after that,、um, I came up here to dance for Verb Ballets, and、mm. that's what brought me to Cleveland. But Verb Ballet is more of a contemporary company. Was it difficult for you to make a switch? I don't think so. No.、Um, I knew very early on when I decided I wanted to be a dancer that I couldn't devote myself to one craft because、mm-hmm. it was becoming a lost.、Um, 
concept to only focus on one art craft. You had to be very versatile. You had to be able to mold into anything you wanted to do. Mm -hmm. So I think that actually played a pretty big advantage in my career that any choreographer that came to me and said, try something like this, it wasn't something that I was afraid to do. That's awesome. So why why did you switch into uh, filmmaking? Um, I actually sustained an injury while I was up here. My uh, Achilles tendon uh, ruptured during (laughs) a practice. No, it wasn't wasn't (laughs) that. It wasn't great. Um, The recovery process was a long one. And because I was coming from a lifestyle that was so mobile to being immobile in my bed for so long, um, I turned to drawing and a lot of visual types of art to get or to expend my energy because I wanted to do something. Um, And I always made some annual Christmas videos, and that kind of just stemmed from one thing to another, Mm -hmm. and then now I want to be a filmmaker and actor. You mentioned Verb Ballets. Are you still with them? I am not. Did did we see him when we watched Verb? I haven't. No, when we went out last time. This would have you been, went to you know, see a Verb Ballet show? Yeah, we we did, all of us. Uh, I've been to Verb Ballet shows, but never with you. Yes, with the... Oh, you're talking about the one time at... Um, Liquid, uh, at St. Ohio, um, no, Ohio City. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. <laughs> no, oh, I... No, that this is Verb Ballet. This Which would have been summer. Kang, yeah. Yes, yes. Um, that was last winter, so it was, you were there be- earlier than that. Um, I was there when Chong Fu came for the first time, but oh, really? I was already injured at that point, so oh, I did okay. not. I did All not right. get to dance in this piece uh, called Lily. Mm-hmm. That was the piece I didn't get to dance. That, that's the second time he was back. Because oh. mm. I remember interviewing him. He said he was here before, so that's unfortunate. That's mm-hmm. <laughs> so, what what uh, films have you made recently? Um, uh, the most recent one that I made was. Mm, I think my Christmas special of 2013. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Uh, Christmas special 2012, I decided to uh, mess with After Effects, a compositing tool. Mm -hmm. And I cloned myself and talked to myself. (laughs) That's Um, awesome. And a lot of my friends that... I I make these videos as a way to send them to my friends as a personal um, Merry Christmas card. And they're usually comedic. but most of them were just like, how did you manage to look like you were talking to yourself? Because it didn't look like the other people that tried to do it. And I was like, I don't know. I just I just did it. So <laughs> this year I thought I'd take it even further. And I actually ended up fighting myself. Nice. I was about to say that. <laughs> That's yeah. the next step. Fighting that was <laughs> the next step. I, I, it, was a, it was a very interesting shoot because all these Christmas videos are done by me, only me, with a tripod. There's no help whatsoever. Mm. And I have to try to figure out how to you know, do it without anyone helping. Yeah, because you have to position yourself correctly. Yes. uh, As opposed to just talking to yourself and just go to the other side. Yeah, but lighting's tricky. Lighting too. Lighting's tricky, but I I did it in my apartment complex and there was fake guns involved. Um, (laughs) I didn't didn't really tell them. Did you shoot yourself? I did. <laughs> I shot all, all four, all four of myself. Oh, oh my god! Oh, oh, and you didn't tell your apartment complex that you were doing this. I did not. Um, usually, all these Christmas videos are shot on Christmas Eve in the evening, and they're edited and composite everything. I also sing in those videos as well. Everything is done within less than twenty-four hours. You're like a one-man production team. Yeah. <laughs> hey. Hey, if it works, it's cheaper. Yes, it's cheaper. <laughs> it's cheaper, but it takes way too long. And you just it, pay yourself really a meal. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, no, it was it was a lot of fun. I have no idea what I'm going to do for 2014's Christmas video. A lot of people are asking. You should start posting it to the public. 
Christmas oh, it's, videos? It is. Yeah, it's oh, it Christmas like videos. Kind of yeah. Or, or it's maybe like defining himself. I like to see that. Public. It's up for the public <laughs> not, to see. Not that you, te- you can know how to do teleportation. You can just teleport yourself <laughs> in. Yes. <sighs> that sounds like a lot of work. We'll or maybe this year you fight eight of you. Yeah. <laughs> you can clone the four that were already cloned. Yeah, clone the four. <laughs> well, that's the other thing. Um, each of these clones actually wore something different. Oh. So every... It was if anybody actually saw me in mid take, they would have wondered what I was doing. Because after I did one version of myself, I ran into my apartment, switched my clothes, came back out. My hairstyle was different. My clothes was different, and yeah, I can't. I can't imagine it's, what it looks like. It's going to be titled person. Justin's Clone Wars. Yeah, you're going to need like somebody filming a documentary of this, and you could sell that. It'll be hilarious. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Yeah, that's there a you good go. And then you can have your neighbors walking by, and you could put like a question mark in there, kind of like a comic, like they're looking at you, like, "What's this guy doing?" <laughs> I could just see it right now. <laughs> so, were you born in China, or were you? Uh... No, I was actually born in Manhattan. Really? Oh. Yes. So, do you did you grow up speaking Chinese? I did. Um, it was a very confusing thing for me because uh, uh, going into an all you know English school and everything, it was uh, my grammar was horrible. Oh, my yeah? English comprehension was horrible just because I couldn't quite understand why there was difference between the way I spoke at home to versus what I was being taught at school. Your first generation? First generation. Mm -hmm. That's pretty cool. So uh, your parents, um, it took them about three years to fully accept your decision to become a professional ballet dancer? Uh, For my dad, I... For my dad, my mom, I think immediately accepted it because she said she's never saw me, she never saw me that happy in oh, my really? life when on, when I was dancing on stage. Moms are always so. easily accepting. Not yeah. mine. No, nothing <laughs> <you're just different. laughs> oh, this is interesting. Yes, we'll get to that later. <laughs> so, were you at the Cleveland Asian Festival this year? I was not. I was actually on set for an uh, independent film that's being shot here. I was doing some stunts for them as a generic SWAT guard. Um, oh. So I was unable to attend. So your Achilles is healed enough for you to be able to do stunts? Yeah. Yes, I can I can do all the normal things, but mm-hmm. to dance technically as a dancer, it's not yeah. it's not there. You get it's tired tough. easily or uh tired the muscle stamina after not being able to dance for a couple years oh, was you, you feel it, right? Yeah, it's uh it, there's so much cramping going on in the mm-hmm. arches because I'm flat-footed, so it just hurts even more. Mm. I'm flat-footed too. Okay, I, well, I you, know you understand from. what I'm saying. <laughs> That's why I wear flat shoes. <laughs> Actually, no, it has nothing to do with it. <laughs> but how is your Achilles, though? Is it, is it healed up? Yeah, it's a. Uh, there's wow, a nice, lovely a nice scar. Nice wow. scar there. Wow. But... How long did it take you to? Uh, did you go through rehab with that one? Yes, um, I. Th- they were able to reattach it. I think two or three days after it happened. Um, after the swelling went down. No, they just didn't have the schedule. They would have oh, reattached it if they wanted to wow. right there. Yeah, this is a difficult injury. I'd rather have a broken bone because the bone sets in. Yes, I would have. Immobile, but this one, yeah, it's not a bone. It's, no, it's a ligament. I would have loved to just broken my foot. <laughs> yeah, because you can just set it and just wait for it for the bone to heal. I'd rather neither one of those happen. Well, I don't know what you guys are talking about. <laughs> <you know? laughs> but, uh, no, I think rehab... Total rehab up to the point where they said you are cleared as a normal human being. The span was about uh, maybe ten months. Wow, wow. that is that is long. It was a very long, that very long, long process. Because uh-huh. you know, I, I saw an injury on TV where the the leg broke in half. MMA. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. He threw a kick and the, I, it's like horrible. I saw the foot fall like that and go back. Oh, I... And uh, I think it, this happened about three months ago, and this 
almost starting to train again. Three months. Mm-hmm. Because Three it's months. a clean it's a clean break from the bone. So they just reattach it and And then call it good. That's call it. call it wow. good. Wow. Mm-hmm. Three are you sure? Yeah, Three months? They, yeah, it broke several months ago during that that of course he lost but they put titanium rods in those two bones because it's a very, very clean break, so there was no complications. They just set it and immobile it and you know. He's not kicking like actively, but he started <laughs> yeah. training. Okay, yeah. so he's not like 100% normal, but he's allowed to start training. Yeah, yeah, I but see what you mean. Okay. No, it, I think it took me more than three months before I could start like any type of right. intense physical therapy. You yeah. can't really move those muscles around because the no. muscles will move the ligaments no. around. So you're stuck not yeah. doing yeah, anything. Yeah, because for if a you while. move it, it, it Did you have a cast? It. Yeah, they, <laughs> they, they casted me, I think, for uh, almost two months total. Mm. approximately um it was at that time i was living in a house that my room was upstairs so oh no 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 elevator no elevator no nothing it was a very small hallways too so i had to figure out how to get up and down as quick as i could i did you um, did you build a slide on one side of the stairs no there's no room no (laughs) i would have done that I would have, but my roommates probably. I think I can relate to that. You know, slowly going up on the steps because sometimes when I have my gout attacks, you know, Mm -hmm. I really couldn't move. Oh yeah, Mr. Responsible (laughs) Alex here. He comes to my house party and he's eating the brown sugar cubes. They're good. I feel like, like a horse, Alex, but they're you good. You shouldn't be eating those. He's they're like, no, good. they're good. I'm like, no, I'm gonna take them away from him. He's like, no. So he keeps eating. It's really good. <laughs> Just thinking you? about it, it's good. Oh my goodness! Hide <laughs> the sugar when he comes over. Yeah, well, okay, not cubes, but they're, it's like the raw candy sugar we're using okay. it for the yams, the Chinese okay. yams. So he kept eating them. And don't ever invite him to bring food at your house party because he'll bring <laughs> raw food. So this goes back to twice he came over. He brought. She says rice. I brought rice. Didn't I bring rice? Cooked, yes. ri- cooked rice or no. raw rice? It was raw, raw rice. rice. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> she told me. Uh, and then he said he was going to bring birthday. salmon. Ours and I birthday. was like, great. Brought salmon. This big. It wasn't a bone. Fresh cut. The scales are still on it. Oh. I brought salmon. And it wasn't the kind it makes sashimi with either. So. Okay, that's what I was about to ask. I was like, is, can, you, can you make it sashimi out of it? <laughs> it was a good cut from ATC, by the way. Mm. Asian Town Center. Asian, Town Asian Center. Food Co. Mm. So it took me about 20 minutes just to clean the fish. But you did cook it well, so. Well, thank you. Oh, there you go. Well, uh, next time he comes over, I'm going to tell him to bring, like, I don't Cooked. know. A bag of potato chips. <laughs> I might bring raw potato. No! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't this? Well, I'll just slice it and put it in the oven and it'll be... <laughs> On the grill, right? <laughs> well, speaking of grilling, um, at the Cleveland Asian Festival uh, this past weekend, well, for us the past weekend, was May 17th and 18th, there was a lot of really excellent dishes. Most of them were grilled. What were some of your favorite, Alex? Oh, oh, I was the I'm the wrong person to ask because I laser focused on the Filipino stands because yeah. they have food that I could not cook myself. Like ano so, toro toro. Yeah. So yeah. for two days, I've been eating the same food: rice and pork barbecue stick. And you know what? That's all I ate over the weekend during lunch. no vegetables. No vegetables. Oh my goodness! And Shame they have on this, you. <laughs> and they have this dessert of uh, ice hello, and hello, hello, hello. Yeah, and, it's too sweet for me. I can but only have. Before half I of it. did that, you know, I I walked around and there's some pretty good stuff in there: Korean, Indian, so a lot. What looked good that you would recommend next year to try? Uh, some Indian stuff. I think we have several Indian vendors that I saw that 
I eat this food regularly, but it looks kind of different. I would recommend, and the Korean, and the Korean, uh, the Korean booth at the corner when you enter it on the left side. At, on the second day, there's some Korean lady playing drums. Oh, yeah, yeah. I like that uh, creativity cool. to yeah. drum, drum up customers. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. Literally, I like what they're doing. So I recommend that. I recommend that next year. Well, Johnny, what about you? What was some of your favorite points of the festival? I I think I enjoy it most the diversity of different performances and, and food. Unfortunately, I didn't have a chance to actually taste any of the food because I don't know which one is not spicy. Oh. I think majority were spicy Wait, food. Wait, you don't right? like spicy food? I can't eat spicy food. Why not? My my metabolism had changed. I used to be able to loving it, but then Wait, it does, just stopped. Does it affect your metabolism? Yeah, and I just don't like it anymore. I think that's like about ten years ago. I just stopped eating spice, spicy stuff. There was one Indian vendor on the same side as Turo Turo where they didn't spice up their food because they knew that a lot of um, yeah customers will be eating it like normal chicken masala, tikka masala that's normally spicy but they didn't make it spicy for this week. Now you tell me it's a little bit too late now you know. I right? know I didn't know the <laughs> Well I heard I heard there was a new vendor called Fun and Rice and that the, they were uh, excellent they made the great uh, Vietnamese sandwiches so and Lisa told me they were located in Coventry. Mm-hmm. I know my husband tried to go back there Sunday to get another Vietnamese sandwich, but it was later in the day, and they sold out of food, so they already shut down. And he was so depressed. So we have to go there later next this weekend, so <laughs> just so he can taste some of that. Did we did we increase vendors this year in the we food? We did. Oh, because food, no. Yes, the there's, same there's a few. I think like two vendor new food vendors. Okay, because I felt that there's a lot more this year really? than last year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and then this has this said that uh, she overbooked the entire festival for the regular vendors, right. but she was keeping the food vendors but down to minimum. She mentioned something about she did add a couple more, but mm-hmm. and there but were there's a lot of new ones. There were a few vendors that shut down early because yeah, they ran they out of food. Sold out, yeah. <laughs> so and you know yeah. it is it is really hard to run a booth as well as running the festival. So I highly recommend you have lots of good volunteers if you're going to do something like that next year. Oh, quiet. I was looking at Johnny. I was like, is that why you stopped running a booth? I don't want to run a booth. That that's that's that was kind of my yeah. I don't want to run a booth. <laughs> but again, though to those listeners, you know, you never really you never really know the how good the food is until you really attend those those weekends because there were some friends of mine who attended uh, for the first time, and they just ignored. Oh, they're just food. But when they got there, they got overwhelmed smells, with how it smells. smells and when you smell it, there's there, like so, so many. Uh, well, were you there last year, Jason? No, I was not. <gasps> uh, okay, two years in a row. Come on, two years in a row. Three years in a row. Three years. Oh! Three years in a row. Well, okay, my first year was because I was injured, so I didn't okay. really know All right, a okay, we'll let so that, I'll let that one slide, <laughs> or you'll, you'll, you'll let that one we'll slide. We'll let that one slide. Yeah, please <laughs> let that one slide. The second, year, the second year, I really, I, I don't know. Well, he doesn't know. Re- we can't let that slide. You have <laughs> to have a reason If, if, I, if I'm really going to have to put this out there, it's because I really did not have any... Um, connection into the asian community at oh, that you're point. Not in. it wasn't it wasn't until this year when i met johnny was when he was telling me about oh. all these things that were happening around how long this have area. you been living in cleveland uh be three oh, years come june oh. yeah interesting three years total but no it wasn't until i met johnny that i knew about 
Like, I didn't know about Asian Town Center. I didn't know well, about all these he things. He was injured for 10 months. He didn't have any yeah, opportunity to go out and meet people. So you'll be there next year, right? If you're yes, not next, year I, I, next year I plan to unless I'm on to have you set. perform something. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I mean, you still dance a little you bit, You still right? dance. Yeah. You can still, with the correct crew. I can, I can crew, still dance. Yes, you I can. can have you can do something shirt. with Justin. And you can you're do something funny. with Yintang dance. With me? Well, yeah. mine are all little kids and inexperienced yeah. dancers. He could... I I'll have to find some people. Oh, wait a I'm minute, a, yeah, wait a minute, Justin. Yeah, you can do some cosplay. Some cosplay. We'll revisit that. <laughs> Did you hear about our co- the the cosplay at the Cleveland Asian Festival this year? I think I saw some photos online that so, were that were put out. Check out the video. What photos online. did you see exactly? <laughs> I I think a whole Sailor Moon crew was. There. Oh my dear God! <laughs> see, that was a great idea, wasn't it? <laughs> Everybody I, knows the Sailor Moon. I'm on board. I'm on board. Actually, it. that it was not my idea at all. I was kind of like Sailor Moon. I kind of shook my head, but then a couple other people convinced me to try to get the. It was exciting, together, really. So. That that cosplay was exciting. After after my I, run, I was watching from the sides, and yeah. I got excited with Brandy and the. Uh, Assassin's Creed. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So uh, for those of you who weren't there, let's backtrack a little. This year we debuted a very uh, experimental and brand new um, program at the Cleveland Asian Festival main stage. And DJ Lexicon took a break from his uh, stage to come over and volunteer as none other than General Pixis from Attack on Titan. He's laughing at himself. I'm it was laughing. actually quite cute. I'm laughing because... He ordered a mustache and he forgot it, so he had to use like silver eyeliner to draw it on. And one more thing. Before before I got on stage, I sash fell to my foot and I <laughs> fell over. Oh my goodness. And I fixed that one. So I was on stage he had and a red Ed runs mm. over and he falls <laughs> off the stage too. And we had a lot of whoops. You know, for the past days, I kept laughing to myself. I, Two it, people fell off stage. I was excited. I was riding. I didn't know the, the sash was on my hand. I just go. <laughs> and then, okay, fix it, fix it. And then it goes, go, go, go. go, and go, I go. go. <laughs> And then I see it running and it forward, head, head, face plant and butt up. And and he has a bruise on his <sighs> knee that looks like a Pokeball. He's oh, fine. Right. He didn't hurt himself. He just has well, a bruise on his that, knee. That so. gives you an idea of what a performing artist is like. Yeah. We have, we have uh, costume malfunctions all the time. So oh, yeah. And it, some of them can be quite detrimental to the performance. You, have, you go through transitions and I could imagine you have to go on stage mm-hmm. in, in between quickly, right? Oh, I'm trying to remember what would have been like my worst wardrobe malfunction. That what that was very noticeable. I, I I can't think of one. The only the only time I can remember, I was doing a live performance, and I was I jumped up into the air, and for whatever reason, my legs got caught, and I came crashing down <gasps> to my <gasps> knees. Did you um, play it off like you were supposed to do it? Yeah. Yes. I did. <laughs> but during the whole time, uh, I can hear the stage crew in the back said, go get ice. Go get the med kit. We, like, where is this? Where is all that? He might be hurt. He might be hurt. Well, he looks like he's fine. Just go get it. It doesn't matter. He might be hurt. <laughs> but at least you're a pro. You, you have the okay? presence of mind. To yeah, just... I was fine. I was fine. But the, you, uh, we were on a very uh, intimate stage. Mm-hmm. So you, everyone heard it on the in the audience. And all I heard from the audience was... <gasps> <laughs> it wasn't just a little I slipped and fall. This was like a three foot drop straight down oh to my the gosh. knee. So Oh my gosh. <laughs> but no Wow. Actually I do know a wardrobe malfunction. This might be a fun story for people. Um the dance started. The stage crew did not know that I was not in space not in uh place. Uh-huh. And I was off stage trying to change my pants but the zipper got caught and I couldn't get the pants off. My poor partner, her name was Ginny McCalmont, if you're listening. Sorry. <laughs> she, poor her had to go out 
on stage without me while the other two couples had their partners. So she had to try to figure out how to make it look like she wasn't supposed to have a partner, but everyone knew that I was missing. And then oh I, come, I come running on stage and everyone just starts laughing. <laughs> Well, it's so very she, important important thing to have your pants on. <laughs> yes, that's yes, right. Very that, important. That would have not been good. <laughs> yeah, I, I've definitely been stuck in a dress before. And then, you know, you try to just rip the costume off thinking you'll fix it later. And then your hair gets stuck in there. And you try to mm. rip your hair out, but it's a lot of hair. Yes. It's, uh, it's not pretty. And yeah. then at the last moment, thank God, your zipper gets unzipped. So, mm. yeah, it's pretty bad. And you can't see it. Nobody else could see it because it's pitch ba- black back there. So. Yes, yeah. It can be kind of scary. The things that people don't see off the <laughs> stage. <laughs> they make very good stories. Yes, they do. Like for now. Mm. But uh, back to the cosplay thing, DJ Lexicon. Uh, did you enjoy playing General Pixis? I did enjoy playing General Pixis. It's different when you're there, you know? I I, I, I did a little research on the character. Uh-huh. Because at first I didn't, and then I said, there must be something to this character. Because... Um, uh, Sibley kept saying, "How come you're not drunk?" Apparently, this character is drunk. No, he's in the not. Not well, not not all the time. Yeah. So he but enjoys it was morning walks. He's, a, he's, <laughs> he's a very he's an old, I know. I know. A, <laughs> I know. <laughs> but um, but to give everybody a, an overview, of what what actually occurred? Um, the first skit was Attack on Titan, and uh, Alex uh, DJ Lexicon here was General Pixis, and he commanded Aaron Yeager, Mikasa. Levi and Sasha Blouse, the potato girl. The potato girl. Yes. We were trying to get an Armin, but unfortunately, uh, we did not find anybody who matched the description of Armin, boy or girl, to play Armin. So we just went with those four. And we thought Sasha, you know, we either were like, do we get Zoe Hange, you know, the girl that tries to tra- or train the Titans and always experiments them, or do we get the potato girl? And we thought the potato girl was funny. Potato girl worked well. It did. It also worked well that we have four. Yes. So. I, we, I was trying to get one more, but maybe next year or so. And then another really cool skit. They're actually. I love the mustache next year. You have the mustache. He brought it Sunday. I he even, brought his mustache I Sunday. even bought this mustache. I spent time in Amazon.com <laughs> trying to get the right shade of the mustache. Mm-hmm. And it arrived on Thursday. And I said, I'm all set. I'm all set. But Should have left it in your car. I think I got focused on the DJ equipment. It's and all on my floor. It. And then then uh, before I left, I even did I forget something? I guess not. <laughs> Until I forget the mustache and the costume. Yeah. <laughs> for the fashion show. That's why I, I brought your costume. Uh, no, no. And I brought a backup for the fashion show. So. And then I ended up wearing the mustache the next day. Yes, just for fun. Because <laughs> it's in. It's totally in. Now, are you familiar with Death Note? It was like an insanely popular anime a while back. I know the name, but I never actually saw it. It's really good. It's very cerebral. It's definitely a a mystery, kind of like a criminal um, investigation. If you like police stories, Mm -hmm. if you like CSI, and you like uh, uh, Supernatural, then you will like it. Are they in? How's their costume? The costume? They're everyday. They're normal everyday. Oh, normal everyday. But we had two people. Um, One is a. a uh, very popular female lead. She's a supermodel in the series, um, but she she has other tendencies as well. She has a dark past, and she's an insanely popular character. We didn't have the main character because he's dressed kind of in a boring way. So we had the uh, antagonist, who's actually the good guy, because the protagonist is a bad guy. You'll have to watch it to figure it out. Mm. But we had the antagonist, and he's a very, very unique individual. He's always hunchback. He loves to eat sweets, and he always has his elbows out to his side. His name is L, like the letter L. And he's really, he's pretty cool. He's Sounds like me 20 years from now. Yeah. <laughs> I, know, I was thinking of all the sugar cubes. Yeah, 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 the sugar. 
I love a bug. I love a pouch. Oh, we just got to get your elbows propped up like that. Yeah, and he, and he answers his phones and it dangles. Like he'll dangle, dangle the phone between his thumb and forefinger. He won't hold it like a normal Very person. Very interesting. Yeah, and like looking at paper, she will dangle in front of his face. So mm. anybody, I uh, highly recommend watching Death Note. It's, uh, it's I mean, it's not for kids, but if you're, oh, okay. gonna, I mean, if you're a teenager, then yeah, it's okay. It's not... It's a little bit, it can get a little bit violent at times. Oh, it's so. a mature I would enemy. say 14 or above, so yeah. that's what I recommend. Mm. Um, and of course, Full Metal Alchemist, we had Edward Elric. I wanted to get somebody to be to be in full body suit armor, but unfortunately, that's a little bit hard and expensive to do. So, huh. mm. um, One of the coolest I admit uh, was the Assassin's Creed. It's, uh, it's based off a video game, not an anime. And uh, Final Fantasy VII, which is an extremely popular video Those game. are the two that receive a lot of audience response. Final Fantasy Final VII Fan- Fantasy and, Assassin's VII and Assassin's Creed. Because, you know, Brandy and Captain America were doing... <laughs> Captain America. Because they, the three of them had, had a little had skit, a little too, skit, on the stage. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, Brandy's character also had a little fight with... Uh, they were doing the movement... Like you're in a console, like you're in a game mm-hmm, console. Like you're in the like game. Like bobbing yeah. up and down. So I was like, that's awesome. It was really cool. Like and then the Assassin's time. Creed, that fight. Yeah, made that, uh, absolutely. We had Ezio and Connor Kenway. Um, in real life, they would never fight. So this is kind of like a fantasy I sort know. of fight. Because mm-hmm. Ezio is from like... Um, from a, a different like, century. Yeah, from a different century, yes. like Italian. And then Connor is like American Revolution time. Yes. So of course, Justin was Jason, our guest here's a fight partner for his skit in uh, the webisode Trace. Trace. The Doctor Who fan... Uh, uh, webisodes. So, <laughs> did I say that correctly? Webisode? Yes. <laughs> Episode, web series, fan web film, series. something. What's like really that. awesome, the, the scene that really caught me was they did a slow mo live. Oh, live. yeah. Like in the mm. cosplay fight scene. Yeah. Yeah, the ending, they did like a two slow mo. You know those scenes. games, sometimes they have cut scenes mm. when they, they slow mo. They did a slow mo, like really slowing it down, like it's in a game. It was really cool. It was cool. It looked real. We're like, wait, is that a camera trick or are they actually doing it? We're like, oh, they're, they're watching doing it. it. They're doing it. <laughs> 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 and of course, last but not least, oh, also I should mention Sword Art Online. It was a wildly popular anime as well, uh, even here in the U.S. Um, it's a Japanese anime, and then um, we we originally had three of the main characters: Kirito, which is the main boy character; Asuna could not make it; she was mm. a younger girl as well. She had a dance recital that day. Mm. Her mother had forgotten about it, and then her little sister. <laughs> so we only had the boy. We only had Kirito, and it was so awesome. He had the best feedback because he was little and he was cute, and he was oh, on yes, stage yes, with his plastic yes, sword. Yes. People were cheering wildly for him because yes. he was so little. It was pretty <laughs> awesome. So, and of course, Sailor Moon. Sailor Moon. And guess who was Sailor Moon? And her friends. <laughs> guess who was Sailor Moon? Ooh. What's that? Oh, the ghost host <laughs> the is, ghost back. is back. I don't see him. Where is he? Oh, he's yeah, hiding I'm behind here, his computer. He's haunting again. <laughs> so the story behind Sailor Moon was some of my dance students and I, uh, it was actually the mom's idea. And then one of my older students, Melody, mm. um... She's in her 30s, so that puts her in the perfect age range of growing up with Sailor Moon. Why did you, you, you reveal Moon. her age? <laughs> I didn't reveal that okay. she's in her 30s. That's a 10-year range. I'm... And she's doing an Asian tour right now. Yes, she is. She's in Korea right now. She'll be going to Japan and China as well. But it was their idea. Like, we should totally do Sailor Moon. People are going to know exactly who they are. I'm like... Well, the skirts are kind of short. <laughs> I think like, I remember. Family friendly. I remember you guys talking about it yeah. in its early stages. Early. And they're like, "We'll the just get the longer skirts, and then we'll wear like shorts and leggings." I'm like, "Definitely wear shorts or leggings." So, <laughs> <laughs> so because I wasn't sure exactly how the crowd would receive it. Um, and it started off with just like maybe five sailor senshi, and then we got all of the peripheral characters as well. 
So we went as far as to getting tuxedo mask, <laughs> my husband, and uh, getting um, Sailor Moon's best friend, Molly Baker, also known as Naru Osaka. Terry. Yes, Terry. And uh, getting Chibi Moon as well, which is Mini Moon, Sailor Mini Moon. So. <laughs> is it the, the one with the, is that Kyoko? The, yeah, Kyoko. Oh, she okay. was wearing the pink, so. You, you put a picture there and you tried to imitate it <laughs> in I, Facebook. I tried to Like imitate. she was leaning towards. Oh, her. yeah. We did a, a family portrait. Yeah, yeah, family so portrait. Yes, because, yes. For those of you who are familiar with Sailor Moon, Sailor Mini Moon is Sailor Moon's daughter. So, and guess who is Sailor Moon? You. Bossy lady. Sailor Y. <laughs> I wasn't supposed to be Sailor Moon because I wasn't blonde, but unfortunately, our original, <laughs> our original, I had to buy a wig. Oh, it did. <laughs> my whole idea was I don't have time for a wig, and I was freaking out because I couldn't get the wig on, but luckily I had two helpers get the wig on. Well, you're the bossy lady, so everything will be okay. It doesn't know. It's, it's so amazing how you quickly put that because one, one corner, you the were in wig. the corner of the I was stage. Like freaking and then, out. I couldn't get my wig on. And then suddenly you're during stage of Sailor Moon. What happened? <laughs> Hey, quick changes. It's the art of quick changes. Right, Jason? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. See, Jason is excited just for but, us describing it. <laughs> but the original blonde Sailor Moon, the, the girl who's going to be Sailor Moon, had a pretty bad, bad back injury, so she couldn't do anything that weekend. So uh, I stepped up because my husband was tuxedo mask anyway. There you go. That wakes up pretty well. Yeah. We had a very awkward... He'll have to kiss uh, Sailor so Moon. Are, are you guys going to do the, uh, the uh, cosplay again next year? Uh, I don't know. I guess let's see what the let's fans see. say. Let's you see. Know, what you know, the, uh, I do have this, those three outfits that I really want to. What's the third one? Oh, cloud, and then the two. Yeah, Assassin's I don't want to maximize the usage. <laughs> yeah, because you paid so much for the them. usage. Yeah, I mean, it's. it's I can be the third assassin. What? No, you're not. Uh, no, you can't. No. So, Jason, you want to be the third assassin? <laughs> oh, Jason can be the third. No, one. he can. He can be the ninja. I do have ninja outfit too. I can be the ninja. I think he's taller. You're bowhead. Oh, I got. I got Japanese eyes. No, no, no. You gotta be General Fixus. Again? Yeah, no, you're perfect for him. Fine. I can be the Chinese ninja. Assassin. You're gonna be the ninja. I can be the Chinese assassin, actually. Get used to it. You can wear your um. Are you buying a new costume? The, the, no, the one for the Joker's car. Remember? Yeah. My well, that's yeah. true. Oh, what's his name? Mister Shu. 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 Okay. Well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we're gonna go take a break, and then when we come back, DJ Lexicon is gonna do his corner with upcoming events and community and cultural occasions, and we'll see you in a bit.
Back to Asia Town Voice. Asia Town Voice is an hour-long nonprofit program on WJCU's 88.7 FM radio. We're on every Sunday from 7 to 8 p.m. And this hour-long program provides you with an inside look at the Asian American and Pacific Islander Americans community, culture, education, and events in Northeast Ohio. Asia Town Voice is volunteer-based, and we hope that you, the listener, will enjoy our program and give your support to WJCU. This way, we can continue to provide many voices with many choices to you. My name is Yin Tang, also known as Bossy Lady. Bossy, bossy. Shush. <laughs> I'm also here with DJ Alexicon. Woot woot. And Johnny Wu, the ghost mm-hmm. host. <laughs> and uh, for those of you just tuning in, his nickname is the ghost host is because sometimes he wanders away from his microphone yes. to take care of other things. And Why are you always saying the, the nickname for the, for, for the ghost host but not the Bossy Lady? I said it. Why do we call you the bossy lady? Oh, <laughs> I think the ghost host requires more explanation than bossy lady. Oh, uh, okay. Because ghost host disappears, and, well, I'm the boss. Yes. So that's why I'm the bossy lady, There's right? There's no need to explain that. <laughs> <laughs> see, DJ Lexicon gets if it. If I'm a listener, oh, I see. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, or they'll just have to tune in next week. Maybe we'll explain it next week. Yes. Wink, wink. And our special guest this week is Jason Wong, and he is talking about his uh, dance career slash filmmaking career. And recently... Recently, you were in Johnny Wu, the ghost host, his uh, web series, um, Trace. <laughs> Can you tell us a little bit about the character that you were playing? Um, right now, there's not a whole lot revealed uh, throughout the episode. You just know that there's a conflict happening and that I'm trying to prevent it from happening. But I obviously can't do it because I get the pants beaten off of me by the end. Yeah. That's right. Someone <laughs> someone was there. Yes. By your good friend, uh did he have? Did, he, did they ever reveal his name, or is, it, is he just the guy that stops him? He, They're gonna be revealed in the second episode. Yeah, it, it, okay. it, it, it's just there, waiting for him. And when does the second episode uh, air? We are actually gonna be planning to shoot it, um, hopefully June or July. I'm sorry, July, August. Yeah. Um, we are gonna shoot like four different scripts right away, just awesome. just because of location-wise, we don't make sure we utilize all the location. This this the second the second episode is okay. Take a break. It's my phone. The second episode is is more dialogue based between Agent Four Fifty One and the the doctor and everybody else. Yeah. The third episode is the bad guy, uh, Agent. I can just say it, right? No, no, no spoiler, alert, spoiler, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Okay. okay that. Oh, wait, wait. I got a question for you. Why is he Agent Four Fifty One? What happened to the first four hundred fifty? Four fifty. Yeah. Because they all died. <laughs> oh, seriously? No, they did no. not. No. They are they are, they are in different in different place at different time. Oh, I see. So he was the one who was sent to this earth to try to stop this agent uh, who happened to bring more allies to help fight, the, you know, destroy the world. Now, can you tell us where, where you will be filming? Uh, all over Cleveland. So should we be on the lookout? <laughs> should we have, like, a street team, like, kind of? You're probably not going to know because we're no. not going to announce it. Discreet. We're very, Discreet yeah, filming. Very <laughs> so small. people don't walk up randomly and into the shop. And for all those who are, who are lost a little bit, Trace is a Doctor Who fan film. Mm-hmm. Webisodes. Web, webisode. 
right. <laughs> fan-made webisodes. So during the bloopers, because uh, we went to the um, uh, the opening night for this first webisode, and during the bloopers, there were some people who didn't know that you guys were shooting, so they walked into the they scene. They just walked. <laughs> hey, and I was like, on? but that take was so good. <laughs> I know. Yeah, it was a good take until you see this, this guy This guy randomly looking up, like, what? Can you delete that instead of retaking it? We well, we no. did have... I don't want to spend too much time to to fix that. Yeah. It's easier just to make uh, Jason and Justin refight the yeah. entire fight scene. <laughs> but you know, I, I gotta have to give him the props to them because they fought all day long. Yeah. Uh, when we shoot the scene, their fight uh, choreography was about five minutes long, right? Is that about five yeah, minutes? Yeah, it was yeah. about five minutes. But then because of time, we had to cut it down. And imagine this: every section, we break it down and have them do like twenty times. So we had to get it right. Mm -hmm. So Jason and Justin, they both got hurt because of, you know, the constant same fight sequences over and over again. And then they get tired, get tired, and then we take five-minute break and then redo it again. So every segment, every <laughs> takes like that, mind, that many times to do it. Mm. Then, That's know, true. It's yeah. a lot, a lots of work. But how did you get the lighting consistent, though? It's called computer. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Like if you're shooting all day, I mean, obviously you have yeah. your golden hour in the morning and the yes. evening. Yes, that's gonna happen. So you you notice at the beginning it does, the light is different, I and then when you see it when, looks pretty consistent to me. <laughs> and then when you get to the point after they hug each other, like the the bro hug, the bro hug brawl, brawl hug, the bro, bro, the bro, bro hug, the bro hug sequence. Yeah. That's, that lighting had changed, and then when they're inside the warehouse, the lighting changed again. Hmm. The difference is because. Uh, Every movie had to be color corrected and color graded, so you never notice the difference. But that has, we used four cameras, so we had yeah. to figure out how to make sure that worked. And uh, we didn't color balance all any most of the cameras. So without giving anything away, can you give us like a synopsis of uh, episode two? They are going to be trying to figure out how to get rid of the bad guy. With the help of Doctor Who. Yes. Because he did come in at the end of the first right. episode. Mm -hmm. And so the entire second episode is about their dialogues between him and the doctor trying to figure out what to do. And you're also going to discover that they're actually in a room that doesn't exist. What, what room? The room that they're going to be in the second episode. Does that exist? I think you're giving away a little yeah, too much. Yeah, I'm giving away a little bit too <laughs> much there. Alert. That's enough for you to pick your interest and want to see what, find out uh. what this is about. And for our listeners who want to, can they view this webisode somewhere? Right now you can go to YouTube and you can actually, if you cannot find it, just Google Trace, T-R-A-C-E, and then put the word Doctor Who fan film, and you definitely can see, right, find it right away. And in episode two, we find out what Trace stands for. Not yet. Not yet? Which, which episode? Uh, <laughs> I don't know yet. Actually, one other thing is if you are an actor and you want to take part in this fan film, um, we do have a submission form going on right now where we're looking for extras and a couple lead roles. If you just email your name, your resume, a uh, picture of, uh, of you so we know what you look like to breakingwavesf as in father, b as in break at gmail.com, we will be more than happy to yeah. see if we can get you into an episode. Yes. I just sent my application. Jason yeah, is the casting director of the, uh, nice. of the of the entire production. And I was going to ask, you're also going to continue to be one of the main characters in this webisode, right? I yeah, he's not going to die. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah he was like, the look on his face was like, I don't know. <laughs> Thank you for clearing by, yeah. clarifying that. Because I know there's the one lady who's been in your films repeatedly. She's always been killed. Yes, and she <laughs> happened to, when I, in this uh, trace, she actually played Commander's uh, Agent That's Zero. That's true. Oh, yeah, yeah. I recognize her and she's like yeah. 
the first one that we originally have a friend of mine from UK was going to do that role, but unfortunately he got busy. So I was calling all my friends. I said, "Hey, Donna, would you mind to be part of this project?" And she's like, "Am I going to die?" <laughs> <laughs> so that seems to be a track record for her in all your films. Yeah. <laughs> so what's the email again, uh, Justin? Uh, Breaking Waves FB at Gmail dot com. So like Facebook. Breaking, yeah, think of it that way. Breaking Waves Facebook, <laughs> Facebook at yeah, gmail.com. Gmail Breaking so those Waves. Those of you aspiring. Breaking because, Waves. Yeah. We're also looking for crews so, or anybody who have a lot of interesting locations that would like to help us out. Yep. What, what kind of locations are you looking for? All type of interesting that not not traditional. Uh, we, we want something. We want that looks like very much like a futuristic. So abandoned buildings is perfect or any building that have very interesting look outside like, inside. Okay, architecture. Yeah. So, for example, like the uh, the new Ernst and Young building. Ernst and Young. I know a few people who works there. That's beautiful. You know, <laughs> Shanghai's Oriental Pearl Tower has been in numerous <coughs> movies. Really? Numerous movies. Which one? Where is that at? Shanghai. Or the oh. Great Oriental Pearl Tower? In China. The tower oh, with the three yeah, balls. Yeah. yeah. I'm talking about Cleveland. We're not talking about anywhere else. Yeah. Hmm. hmm. <laughs> I don't think there. Are, I mean, I don't know. There's a lot of interesting places though, which I haven't been able to tap into. I'm gonna, I'm gonna drive around now, just looking for cool places. There's a lot of interesting houses, probably, like somewhere like olden, like places where that when they existed, it was the 1930s, 20s, like mansion houses. Hmm. Some in Lakewood, some in Shaker Heights. Well, I do also need a room that looks like a command center, like NASA. I know we're not going to shoot in NASA, but would be cool to have. He can set it up in his apartment. He has his uh, film uh, developing <laughs> red room. In his yeah, but it had to be all full of monitors. Maybe. Real monitors? Well, it's going to be hologram monitors because mm. everything will be hologram based. Yes, yes. My basement's mm. got walls watch. up now. <laughs> <laughs> We can it, it's, it's completely whitewashed walls right now. They haven't even put the floor in yet. So I know where they shut the uh, command scene center for Captain, Captain America. America. Yes. Yeah. Actually, um, didn't you say you saw it? Or no, yeah. was I talking to someone else? I, I can't remember. Was that so. GE building? The old GE building? Some of it in Tower City. Oh. Nice. Well, ladies and gentlemen, um, once again, if you want to be in an upcoming Doctor Who fan film or fan web series, uh, email breakingwavesfb at gmail.com. Awesome. And if you want to watch Trace, search yes. it in Google and YouTube, Trace Doctor Who fan film. Sounds good. And thank you, Jason, so much for coming in and being our guest today. Well, thank you so much. We'll catch you on the uh, upcoming web series. And um, we'll catch everybody else next week. All right. Signing off.